0: everybody and welcome to another episode of Mixed Up with Mary Monty. I am Monty.
1: And I am Mary.
0: How is everyone doing out there? I, I hear no one.
1: <laughs> no. I don't hear anybody either. Mary, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic. It's 2018. We made it through yeah. a horrendous 2017. Well... It was a whopper. It's all perspective, it, I guess. It
1: really is, yeah.
0: But, But for many people, I think they were... I felt at least the negative. It was in, pretty awful. In my, in yeah. my realm it was of pretty... people. Yeah. However, uh, I saw a lot of positive because I do not like to toil in the misery of terrible things. So yeah. I started to learn more things. I started to meet new people. And I tried really, really hard to think about why people feel the way they do.
1: Wow. That's pretty a, deep. That's, that's a pretty big deep 2017. undertaking, yeah, with everything that we went through. Lots of like headaches, as a society, lots of alcohol
0: <laughs> helped me get through it just
1: yeah. fine. <laughs> wow, that's a good way to get through it, I guess.
0: <laughs> yes, 2017 <laughs> brought us a ton of music, and I think that for both of us, we seem to gravitate in different directions. I know there's we have a few that we are always pretty have, similar, yeah, but we always have those. I think that there's some favorites that you tapped into and some favorites that I tapped into that I don't think are yeah, even that's on the, the radar. That's, so.
1: that's what I love. You know, that's the fun part of this. And what you're talking about with 2017, all of the social things and political things and the like, you know, what happened in Vegas, um, all of those things lead us into uh, wanting to get an outlet more. So music did that. And I think as a society, we're doing that more, you know, that always seems to kind of be in place where when things are difficult, people create more and there's more music. And I really did feel like there was more this year, um, variety, you know, I thought my, my own mix surprised me in a lot of ways, like looking back at all the things and all the artists and it was pretty cool actually to like go in retrospect and, you know, even going back to like the beginning of the year, it's January now, but one year ago, what we're experiencing is a shift in the D.C. area. Yeah. <laughs> but the Women's March happens in January, mm-hmm. and that's a huge, you know, m- movement. Nothing like that had ever happened, and so something like that starts the year off, and then, you know, looking back for me over the year, like, so many female artists really, I don't know if it was just because of my, you know, that that setting, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, setting the year that way, but it really was nice to see so many female artists really rise up and yeah. those were the artists that I saw the most live you know just I, I was noticing that and I thought that was really great because that's for the last few years has been very man you know male Correct. oriented in a lot of the things so there's a positive yeah I thought that was a great positive so I completely agree shift the as uh, I see it.
0: the mentality of art and artists I think have has uh become uh heavily fueled yes by the dissonance i think that we have in the world today um early on in 2017 one of the first movies that i ended up loving was a movie called get out
1: yeah that was and
0: for those who have seen it you'll understand why that movie just seems so of the time
1: on many levels yeah Yeah, on many levels and it just yeah
0: coming in just like on the on the cusp of an election that divided our country and also tapping into some of the emotions that many people were feeling Uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement and a lot of the stuff that was going on with the police and authority figures out there. Absolutely. But, you know, I talked a lot about Jordan Peele being so just creative in the way that he he handled all of it. I think there's not a moment in there where you almost feel like he's being blatant, which is kind of weird to say considering <laughs> everything is so blatant, you know? Like, it feels like it's so on the on the nose. Uh, with what it's trying to get across, but at the same time, it's still so well done. Uh, There's
1: a ton of nuances within that film. Mm -hmm. Like, if you watch it multiple times, you'll see and pick up things. Yep. You know, which, those are the best kind of films, you know. I remember during the summer, I didn't watch it at the beginning of the year. I watched it in the summer, and I was taking that Hitchcock class that I've talked to you about. Mm -hmm. And so it's really interesting to be in that form and then watch Get Out and think... Uh, you know, one of my first thoughts, besides how great it was, and like my mind being, yeah, like bouncing around, was Alfred Hitchcock would love this yeah. movie. It you it feels know, very. This is, it's like an instant classic. Yeah, yeah, to me, it was an instant classic. But I
0: completely by agree. So. I, I called it Hitchcockian, like all the way through. Yeah. It just yeah, feels it's all so those
1: cool. Those things, those mile markers, those nuances, mm-hmm. those symbols, those yeah. characters, just and you're constantly tense. <laughs> definitely,
0: definitely. And then you fast forward a little bit and you get a movie, again, another divisive movie called Mother by mm, Darren Aronofsky. I not get to see that yet. Uh, a movie that just is commentary on all levels, I think. And yeah. commentary not just political, but com- commentary uh, ecological, commentary uh, re- religious, And there's just so much going on in that movie. It's almost too much to handle at times. It's (laughs) a mother. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, But there's something just, I think, that is so beautiful about that. And, and, you know, looking at both those movies Mm -hmm. and comparing them to what music brought on, you have this avenue and this vessel for expression. Mm -hmm. And having that avenue to put ideas into the world, whether creative, whether uh, political, whether, you know, argumentative all these different aspects of what your statement could be means something in that capacity yeah. and I, I I often tell people you know what we do here is something that we started because what we what we loved was music and we shared a passion as friends and decided to put something out there that I think both of us are, are would be super proud of but at the same time I often re- return that to people and they're like oh man I have all these ideas I have all these ideas and I'm like you know what get those ideas out there however yeah, you can absolutely. you need to start a podcast absolutely. i'll give you the blueprint on how to do it <laughs> yeah. you need to do a movie i know a lot of people yes. that can help you out with that you know different things like that i think it's yeah. important for people to have that outlet and i'm happy that we did have so much of a like a freedom rev- revolution out there to have people have that
1: yeah.
0: openness to pursue what they want to pursue
1: yeah when the world is hard you have to express yourself so do it the way you got to do it whether it be Podcast, comedy, film, yeah, you know, whatever it is, like, do it. (laughs)
0: Comedy, that's a great, that's a great comment that you put there. Well,
1: that's that's the way I deal with things. You know, I've been talking a lot about this this year is that I can't really get into too serious things when I get home, and I, you know, and I, it's not that I'm a dummy or like a little (laughs) simpleton. I know what's going on in the world, but when I need the escape. That's what I use that for. Mm-hmm. And even comedy in, in its commentary has always been an expression of what we're going through. You know, yep. to me, life is a joke and we have to make things, you have to kind of make a joke out of things when it gets so awful because that's, you know, that's the the nervous laughter I have when yeah. I get, <laughs> there it is. Cued huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> myself up for that one. I'm not nervous people. I really, I'm really comfortable. Anyway, <laughs> so... It's an interesting year. You know, uh, like I said, we can look back in history, just pop culture history, and know a lot of people have these mile markers of when people are prolific and there's a lot of music coming out. And if you correlate them to what's going on in society and history, you can see it. You can see why. You know, you're talking about the movies like Mother and Get Out, and then think about the movies from 2016 during like Obama era, yeah. you know, the the rise of the superhero, all mm-hmm. those. You know, that's a different kind of escape it's yeah. not based in reality but it's kind of based in reality mm-hmm. but now you get these different social commentaries based in our lives not in the superhero life exactly. it's kind of a weird yeah you know when everybody's happy they're like give me that superhero movie
0: if you want to get a <laughs> reflection of an era of time look at the music and the movies that are produced during that time and the literature yes. as well too yep. i think you can get a good idea as to what people were feeling at that moment so 2018, big year. I'm sorry, 2017, big year. You're already living in the future. It's I'm awesome. looking forward. I'm already looking forward. Yeah,
1: everybody's like, let's bury this shit. <laughs> 2017's done.
0: But uh 2017, a lot of music. We like to break it all down at the end of the year and give you guys our favorites or our top, if you will. Um, and our list today is a top eight from both of us that we're gonna be kind of running through here. So sixteen tracks for you. Some of our favorite stuff of 2017, and uh, we hope that you enjoy what we have for you. So starting it off, we're going to do a little different. Usually Mary's the one who introduces these, but we're going to start in reverse order. So we're going to start with our number eight pick and move to our number one. So Mary's going to get the top spot today, the number (laughs) one spot. The last song you hear is going to be from her. We try really hard not to kind of give any insight into what our choices are until we sit down at the table to kind of go through it, and it was surprising because we just we actually just did that like five minutes ago. Yeah, Monty's we, living on the edge, guys. I am. I this am. is a
1: usual Mary yes. motive. This is the way I do my <laughs> business because I like to be on the fly a little bit with some research. But you, uh, this is exciting yes, for you. This you're this doing is reverse for me. order. This is a total new year, new you. This is new year,
0: new me. That's <laughs> right.
1: Is, you are living the dream right now. You're a. So,
0: you're the way right. I approached my list was very of the moment. I yeah. loved a lot of stuff that came out. But sometimes I think I overanalyze. And sometimes I'm looking for, I think, more meaning in albums than I think other people are going to feel, whether I, that's because it's personal to me or something. So the way I approach my album this year is I just kind of started writing down and picking stuff that I just just popped into my head. And I figured if, if it's going to stay with me with all the busy stuff that I do during the year, then that means to me that it's, that it's made an, an effect.
1: Okay, so osmosis by hanging out with me seems to be working
0: correct very much very <laughs> oh, much no. does this mean i'm
1: turning into monty that i need to be more organized now
0: <laughs> another year it's going to be a complete reverse okay. you're going to be the okay. organized one and i'm going to be the one <laughs> sipping diet coke
1: <laughs> wait that has nothing to do with being organized <laughs> it has nothing to do with so. it but this is weird little. Meow- i like it <laughs> i like it
0: we we at one point in time <laughs> used to have a lot of alcohol at our table <laughs> when we would do this <laughs> podcast earlier uh, a couple years back and uh now it's uh It's late in the evening. We used to do it early in the morning. Yeah, and we used to do it early in the morning with alcohol. (laughs) Now it's late in the evening. I got diet or Mary has a diet coke, (laughs) and I got some flavored water.
1: We're gonna see if we can be sponsored by diet coke because you said it enough times. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So, (laughs) so
0: eight eight albums, eight songs that we're gonna play for you today that we feel represented our 2017, and we're gonna start it off with my number eight which is no surprise to any of you out there because he made an an appearance a few years ago. But this is uh, Mr. Curtis Harding is making an appearance. His uh, Soul Power album a few years ago was a huge, a huge album for me. And I felt like he embraced kind of that old school Otis Redding uh, kind of feeling that I I really love in R&B. Curtis
1: is the real deal.
0: Curtis is the real deal. And uh, Face Your Fear is his second album. Came out earlier this year and I just... I I got it, didn't listen to it for a few days, and then came upon it by accident and just absolutely thought it was really, really well done. And it stuck with me for the entire year. I came back to it many times. A lot of road trips I went on this year. It played a lot in my vehicle. And I think that Curtis represents this idea of R&B that I I love, you know, this homage to the past, but also bringing in some of the current influences. Hmm. And I think he has a nice balance as to how he composes his album. Uh, The tracks are pretty short here, really tight songs, really well done composition. And just overall, I think a lot of people don't give him the kind of respect that they should give him as a songwriter. I think his songs really pack a punch. There's a lot of meaning behind what he's doing. You know, the fact that he calls his album Face Your Fear is another kind of big ode to where he is transitioning as as an artist. I think he does such a great job with everything. what did you think about this album? Oh,
1: I absolutely loved it. You know, I, I put it into my list for sure for the year. And I was just thinking what you're talking about. There's something about Curtis Harding in an album like this where it's just so good, um, but it doesn't make a lot of people's lists yeah. because I think people almost take it for granted. It's, I, like, I agree. it's, like, it's like the air that you breathe is, mm-hmm. you know, it's actually, it's better than the air we're breathing yeah I agree it's yeah. like it's like not noticing something because it's working well yeah and that's that weird human mm-hmm. uh if it doesn't have if you don't have something to complain about or you, or it doesn't push a bunch of boundaries yeah this is just a solid good record mm-hmm. you know so
0: you know in, in past years there have been times where I've been looking for something different mm-hmm. where I've been looking for albums and artists who are doing something brand new innovative real Yeah, that's creative, what I'm talking about but Like exactly what you said, Curtis is doing something that is consistent and he doesn't stray too far from what what soul power is. And I think this album does such a great job of really encapsulating what he is as an artist. I hope he continues to kind of venture out a little bit because there are a few tracks on this album that are just a tad different in theme. Maybe he's getting into a little bit more of a Curtis Mayfield Hmm. kind of feel rather than a traditional Otis Redding. Maybe he's combining a little bit of those two as well, but I think that's a nice quality that he has.
1: Well, and I think it's funny too because if you've worked at record stores or just look at the internet, people always complain about their artists and bands if they change too much. Mm -hmm. And Curtis is the exact opposite. Yeah, Like he gave you exactly what you wanted Exactly. In the farm that you wanted it. <laughs> so something to be said for that.
0: So here's Curtis Harding's Face Your Fear album. We're gonna to listen to the track on and on at our number eight for months. Harding, everybody. I hope you enjoy that album. I love it.
1: We're gonna do a poll that <laughs> to see if people think that if Curtis Harding was named after Curtis Mayfield, we'll have to do the math.
0: I think it's too obvious, right? <laughs> Don't you think? You know,
1: yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think it's also a really interesting thing to think about how much soul music we have now, and that's yeah. 2018. Like, yep. This it's pretty awesome. Yep. So. Um, before you move on (laughs) yes
0: because i don't want to forget this and i don't mean to bring the room down but i gotta give a shout out to my boy charles bradley yes and yeah absolutely charles passed this year and he He passed and became the screaming eagle that we all know he is and uh mary and i had the opportunity to see him a few years ago in concert and i think we both fell in love with him then and he has stayed a consistent person on our list throughout, I oh, think absolutely. the beginning of this whole thing. So Charles
1: Bradley. Um, I mean, uh, how many? Uh, all of the emotion that I had when he passed was yeah. like meeting Charles Bradley was like meeting. Uh, I don't know, you know, when somebody just like shines like a star. Yeah. Like you can see it from the inside mm-hmm. out, and his his energy, his love, yeah. his kindness, his embrace, mm-hmm. his smile, his positivity his inspiration you know yeah. just within you know i i didn't get to spend a lot of time with him but a, an afternoon you know a couple hours mm-hmm. and just being around him i felt better
2: yeah
1: and you felt safe and you felt loved exactly because he channeled god and his spirit and his faith so strongly that when he touched you he felt i think that he Really believed that he was channeling God and moving that energy through to people. Mm -hmm. And whatever you might believe, if that's you know whatever it is, he just channeled love. Love, I guess, is the number one thing. So, if you uh, you,
0: like to see Charles do some uh, be Charles in person, and are having trouble finding video, uh, YouTube has a lot of really cool videos of him doing some live small performances Mm -hmm. for. I think a uh, Seattle radio band Yeah, that does,
1: K-E-X-P. Yeah. Oh, that performance. <laughs> and they do some, I mean,
0: there's an entire performance from Charles Bradley on there, and it's amazing. Shot in black and white. Yeah. I think part black and white and part, like, desaturated color, but it's just yeah. beautiful. Really well done.
1: Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, just looking at his life, I'm so glad that he got to live that life because he had such a hard time and, you know, all of the things that we know about him from the film and yeah. his own life, like, to, to end the way he did. Is pretty magnificent, yeah, you know. I agree. So I'm glad that he got to go out on top. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> um, this is a weird way to segue, I guess. Maybe he's across the multiverse. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. You, you say that
0: all the time. <laughs> this is going to be a hard transition. And, and it's then like the, the best genius transition. comes out of me. Yeah, and I forget. <laughs> I'm like, oh,
1: shit, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is kind of a blue-eyed soul thing. This is why I, I had no idea I'm who this person was before I heard it this year. This is Dent May. Um, the cover to me was really fascinating, the album artwork. Mm-hmm. And I will say that 2017 also had some of my favorite album artwork now yep. that I'm talking about it. There was just something like I was drawn to so many uh, covers this year, mm-hmm. which is nice, you know. I know you can't judge a book by its cover, but Artists That Bring It on Every Level yeah. is super awesome. Yeah, uh, But it looked like Xanadu. And it looked like, yep. And it also looked like... Uh, taco is it taco yeah <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> very 80s so but it's very blue-eyed soul um the way this opens up his voice um just the smoothness of the whole album is really great like from t- front to back it's one of those few albums of the year that are really solid to me and i don't think anybody besides the room <laughs> that room i work in listen <laughs> to it you know yeah. i don't know and it didn't That's the thing, too, is this whole, like, when there's more music, you have more choices. So these artists don't get to, they have to work triple to break through. So they start building pockets, which is great, Mm -hmm. but I want these artists to have success ongoing. He's already, he's, you know, he's had albums before, but this one is called, uh, (laughs) well, it's Dent May's album is called Across the Multiverse. And I chose the opening track, which is "Hello, Cruel Across the Multiverse, you probably had two, I think, two before. Two before that, I don't know, yeah. I didn't really, all I knew was to be in the present, Monty. Yeah, I, okay, <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. But I have two things, um kind of to tie back what, what we were talking about. The other reason I like that song is because Hello, Cruel World. hmm yeah. It's exactly what we're talking about, like the message like, hey, we can make it if we try. That's right. And and also that it sounds kind of like Harry Nielsen to me. Yep. And I'm a nerd for him, so.
0: Exactly. <laughs> The uh the Dent May has this quality I think in his voice that I think is uh underappreciated. It's not necessarily as soulful as what like a Curtis Harding does, but you can definitely feel emotion in it. Oh it's yeah, a yeah.
1: strong voice for sure. And unique. Yeah. And unique, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely.
0: So the album I have in my number seven slot tonight is the third studio album from an English indie pop band by everyone should know the xx i absolutely think their newest album i see you is really really well done coming four years off of their coexist album which came out mm. uh four years ago <laughs> and i think two years after jamie xx came out with in color mm-hmm. which was in my top five for the year as well That's too safe. uh this album i it it just feels so new it's i know it sounds weird to say maybe it's mm-hmm. time brings such a a closure you know because we get so much stuff out that i forget Mm -hmm. how good the xx is and that jamie xx album is different than i think what you're getting with the xx and you know having them come back to their pop roots and still being electronically fueled and having such a quality of musicians and voices in their band really makes them excel this was a easy pick for me it came out the beginning of this year January really did. early yeah, January it was,
1: a, it was such a good way to start the year yeah. we I, I can't tell you how many times I listen to this mm-hmm. record just so I'm glad you picked this because this is the beauty of you and me doing this together and picking all these songs is that you pick songs that I would have picked yeah this the, is uh... definitely that case <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we and we try hard so like when one of the things that we do when we sit across and we go through our list is if we have doubles which we did have doubles of tonight uh some of us will take the uh
1: some of us some of us <laughs> I, I think we can back how many people are in this room <laughs>
0: but uh it 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 changes every every time so like i think last year there were two that i was super passionate about and mary took them or, or and then I, I took them i took I them and mary dropped say. them off her list <laughs> this year there were two that i think mary's really passionate about that i i took a step back and added something new but I appreciate that. I, I know how much Mary loved the XX because she's the one who I think heard it a month yeah, beforehand. Yeah, we got
1: it in December yeah. of last year.
0: And you were telling me just how phenomenal it was. Yeah. So I was waiting for it. And when it came out, I, I loved it. And it has continued on a replay yeah. in my vehicle for the entire year.
1: Um, so you and I are list-driven people, obviously. Correct. So in a year, I do you know best albums, best singles, best mm-hmm. movies, best live shows. I saw the XX in April. At Mesa Amphitheater yeah it was one of the best nights of the year and my life like just a beautiful everything about the show was perfect that's so. awesome yeah and they had just played you know the beauty of our lives in Arizona is that yeah. Coachella's in April so we get all of that great residual yep. mm-hmm. we get desert Cella. yeah <laughs> desert Cella. <So. laughs> anyway
0: so the out al- the album is uh I see you, and the song we're gonna to listen to is hits Say me, Something Love.
2: hits me. It feels so unfamiliar. away. You're touching on my skin. I feel it start sinking in. Here come my insecurities. I almost expect you to For me, try your best to reassure me. I was not patient to meet you. Am not too needy? Am I too eager? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what this is, but it doesn't feel wrong. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what this is, but.
1: jalapeno hey. <laughs> oh monty i think can i just say that one of the best aspects of the xx is the female male yes. and how well balanced it is on this it's like i feel like i'm eavesdropping yep. on a couple having a very serious discussion and like an intimate discussion oh, yeah. and i love that i think yeah, it makes you feel all the feels. Makes you feel all
0: the feels. <laughs> yep. That's right. I agree.
1: Monty's feeling all the feels from jalapeno. Jalapeno. That was hot XX. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That
0: was that yeah. was uh, that was a hot one. It's all good.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you picked that. Thank so
0: you. So the XX. Mm-hmm. Great group. Yay. Good band.
1: The
0: XX. Mary, what you got next?
1: Um this is a band. I don't know if you even listened to it. Seven, 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 seven. seven. Number seven on the list <laughs> <laughs> um, is an artist named Bridget Kearney. Yes. And I keep telling everybody about Bridget Kearney, and I think it just hit me the right way. Um, there are actually this is another female, you know, artist from this year that I didn't know existed. She put out a really solid record. She could, you know, she's right in line with Dent May. Like yeah. these two albums, art wise. Musical-wise Are very uh, similar to me mm-hmm. um, And she's just really strong And weird and funny And I like that a lot yeah. So <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah. Strong, right? weird, and funny, I know. Hmm. Strong, weird and funny. Just Like someone I know hmm. Hmm. Um, And the title track's called Won't Let You Down let That's the intro down. So, Monty, I'm going to try to not let you down Won't let you down Maybe you should got start a singing career. I got the spirit. <laughs> uh, everybody,
0: go buy that album. Bridget Kearney, everybody. Mm-hmm. Solid, solid voice. I'm going to pick it up. That's oh, it that sounds was, like Corner Shop. That's what yeah. I was
1: going to say. That's why I'm a sucker for it.
0: That's one that's off of my list. I'm glad <laughs> that I'm going to. That would be a, a, a new edition for 2018 for me.
1: It's a brim full of Bridget. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: going to my number six 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 six, six, six.
1: six we six, have six.
0: latisha tamco better known by her stage name as vagabond yeah she's a musician from who was born in cameroon
1: so she's Camer- cameroonian, cameroonian?
0: <laughs> i don't know if that's a word or not but i just like <laughs> saying it uh she relocated relocated to New York City and started a music career she's only twenty five years old nice. came out with her first e p in two thousand and fourteen this is her feature length album she does a lot she's singer songwriter produced the entire album multi instrument instrumentalist that's the best and uh just has a wonderful quality in this in this voice and I love when i discover or not when i discover but when when I come across someone who feels like they're going to continue to grow as an artist. I think that's always a, a great feeling. And yeah. I uh, this year I have felt my age a lot more. <laughs> so there have been quite a few albums that have come out this year that I've seen on like top 10 lists or whatever that I've listened to and have been like, I don't know what I'm listening to because this doesn't Depends sound... Depends on who's
1: telling you the top 10 list. Correct. So...
0: And it's, it's been from places that I have gone in the past to find mm-hmm. good music. So uh f- coming across some mm. albums and i'm not gonna blast them here i'll blast them during the break I was Like, wait a minute i want but- to <laughs> i want to blast them <laughs> but i oh man i just there was one album that i came across this year where i told someone i said it just sounds like noise it just sounds like noise like and i tried really hard to like pick Which up album I'll tell you in the break. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs)
0: And it just sounds like noise. And I felt really old. And I don't like to be that guy standing on his lawn yelling at the young kids to get off because they're playing something that doesn't (laughs) match up to my ears. But I I sat there and listened to it twice. I took two full-length listens. And both times I'm like, is this the same song? Is this still track number two? No, it's like track nine. But it still feels like tracking. You
1: can't force yourself to like something. We can't. know this to be true. I know this. And you should this. never like what other people like just because they say it. Correct. I mean, but how it many was, times can we learn this in life? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't
0: have done that if I didn't see it on numerous people's lists, yeah. including right. some people's lists from a local record store. Is it on my list? No. No. <laughs> a local record store. I saw. It, I know some clerks, and they had it on their list. And I'm like, oh, well, so well, and now so we have to, has it you know on their list. You
1: know people are going to want to know this. Well, you know. <laughs> they can they can
0: facebook us or something you know ooh i like that i don't want to yes. put people on blast i like that <laughs> mm. but get in the way from it this is a young artist who is making a name for herself and this is vagabond i hope you guys enjoy it the song we're going to listen to is the embers everybody we're back and we just uh, had a long discussion about this band and i decided over the course of the break that uh i first off i remembered their name second <laughs> i decided to put them on blast and it's some band called jlin <laughs> j-l-i-n you guys what the fuck i don't know what oh, you, you guys. guys are doing but it sounded like my ship <laughs> my ship was on on skip
1: <laughs> i think edm is a oh. whole Bag into itself. If someone can explain that album to me, please.
0: (laughs) Please explain it to me.
1: It was on a commercial, I think. I keep thinking it was like like I saw something for...
0: Well, I'm not buying whatever that shit is
1: that they're trying to sell. <laughs> well, maybe it's so annoying it's trying to grab your attention. I think it was for a hearing aid. I think that's what it was for. So. Don't
0: you want to hear the depths of, of beats that we have going on here? Where are our where are hearing aids?
1: Uh, oh, Monty. Oh, man. That does not make you old, by the way. That it doesn't does, make no, you. no, I would not classify someone as old just because they don't like that because that's like... That's acquired taste. Okay. That is the difference between, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, going into something that I really, really loved, another album, like full album, front to back, a band that returned after a long time, like the XX, mm-hmm. after years can, coming back, and coming back with a strong album on a new label that was their original label. Yep. So I kind of feel like it's kind of like a high school reunion album in a way. Like, yep. but okay with your life kind of reunion. <laughs> and it's Spoon, um, nice. Hot Thoughts. I think I was listening to this. I, I remember Monty being like, how do you have this already? Right. I've been yep. listening to it for two months before, and it was just... Uh, and so by the time it actually came out, and I kept playing it, people were like, okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to listen to this again, Mary? And I'm like, yes, we do. So... I just really enjoyed the fact that it was a full album. It was hard to pick a song. Um and speaking of things that are hard to say. Yeah. The title one that I picked. Can you say it? Whisper, I'll listen to your heart. <laughs> right? Is that what it is? Whisper, I'll listen to hear it. I'll listen to hear it. Yeah. It's, like a, yeah. it's like a hashtag. It's like stuff. a hashtag and stuff. But I love Brett Daniels um. I love his um, Cadence Yeah You know And you know it's him Right away And mm-hmm. Anyways If you haven't already Listened to Spoon You could go that. You could have
2: Used what you know You could have Been what you wanted Oh boy, your could have like snow Bless me I tell you I'm looking
0: Some solid
2: light like Press me, i tell you I'm blackened
1: Stories to each song too when they in the interviews when you read about it. Plus it's so layered. I like that. You know, I just asked you like when that when it drops at that two minute mark, like Mm -hmm. oh it's a really good driving song. It becomes a whole new song. Drive at night to that record. Yep.
0: So here's the song on the list that I seem to get very attached to and Everybody I told about this album and this group were not very excited. This
1: group being you and me?
0: No. The, the, my number five, Right, oh. five, five, five. Right, we're number five, right?
1: You're on. Yeah. Yes.
0: Number five, five, five. Yeah. For our number five song, album, I was super passionate about. And I'm like, y'all missing out on something. And I told people and they were like, you're missing out on something because that's not very good. But fuck those guys because Whoa. I like this album and it's from a Newark, New Jersey group, a hip hop group whose name is Horror, mm-hmm. but it's spelled H O 9909. And I think that their United States of Horror album is fantastic. Gotcha. It's punk rock, mm-hmm. it's hip hop, it's electronic, it's a little bit of everything. But at its core, haters, get ready to come out. It is hip hop regardless of what you say it is hip-hop and it's if you're gonna stand, tell me yeah. that that mumble rap garbage is hip-hop then this is hip-hop as oh, well oh snap drop the mic Boom. play that shit Boom.
2: Children of the God, act that wrong, move, go, slippin', now you're gone uh, Jumpin' out, jumpin' out, oh. death, God, oh. death, God You pray
3: to God, I pray, pray for hell, cause niggas like me go to hell
1: I will classify the shit out of your shit. Yes. That
0: was horror, everybody, yeah. and uh, I hope you give them a chance. Uh, Mary just just basically flexed her music brain on me just a second ago <laughs> because she hit every single reference that these gentlemen uh, did during a uh, during a playlist that they put together for a uh, a uh, streaming site, and uh, it was Ministry, it was Bad Brains, and it was Wu Tang. And Mary hit every single one of those, hmm. so it's like she knows this stuff or something.
1: Mm-mm, dusting <laughs> off the shoulders, y'all. But that's uh, fun though. I, I mean, believe
0: one of their members used to play drums for Santi Gold for a while. Oh, I love um, Santi. They kind of got their start in uh, New Jersey and then moved to Los Angeles. And when I was there recently, I tried to get tickets because I thought mm. that you know I could I could get into their show, and it was sold out for months. So they oh. got like a huge following out there. So. The second but I love them. I thought they're great.
1: They're very interesting and dynamic and weird and you know, a mixture of things.
0: And your man's would love them, you said.
1: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bad Brains is mm-hmm. the jam. Yep. So <laughs> um the other question, the, or statement question, I said what the hell is up with that cover? Yeah, you know, know, that album cover is yet another expression of what I was talking about this year, mm-hmm. so yep. Yeah for artwork. Yeah. Go I check the out that fold. artwork for them. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, it sure is. It is something. Um, this is how do I even again? I don't know. This I, is a this is interesting. In yeah. You know, mix. That was Monty a, keeps uh, calling him Mary. He's like, wait a minute. Yep. Change everything in the middle, and I'm like, <laughs> I just did that with you. You're this welcome. Album. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for flexibility. I like to keep uh, you on your toes. <laughs> um, this is a. This next artist that I'm talking about, the band, I should say, is Sylvanesso. I think, I don't know how you feel about Sylvanesso. I like Sylvanesso. Um, I thought the album was, it was also a treat to me because I hadn't listened to it. Like mm-hmm. it came out and everybody's like, listen to this. It's so great. It's so great. And I was like, meh. Yeah. I'll get to it because I kind of associated it with a scene that I'm yeah. not, I figured I wouldn't like it, which mm-hmm. is weird for me because sometimes I'm like, duh, Mary, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Oh. So I learned my lesson And I listened to the album that time And then I listened to it again And then <laughs> I listened to it again And then I listened to it again But I chose this song, Die Young Because every time I hear it For the rest of the day I, It's like on infinite loop in my head yeah. And so And I really like the lyrics I like the, the effect of it Because I associate myself with it Because how many times I've been like I'm going to die young Yeah but the song is about, like, I had these plans to die young. I was going to go out bright, but then I met you, and now I have to live longer because I love you, and I want to be with you. So I think yeah. that's kind of a neat. And plus that drop. Yes. That drop in the song is just, yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. anyway, enjoy the drop.
2: I had it plan that before you met me Was going to leave early so swiftly Maybe in a fire or crash, all for living. People would weep, how tragic, so early I was gonna die young
0: That was a recommendation from you. So you gotta listen to this album. I said, All right, done.
1: And it's another uh, female male duo mm-hmm. band. Yep. So that would have been be probably
0: the... in my number ten slot, but I think it oh, got bumped this okay. year. That's how much I like that album. So we go from Sylvan Esso to a artist that made an appearance on my best of list pretty high, I think in the top three in two thousand fifteen with a jazz album, a jazz epic called <laughs> The Epic. And this year, his album *Harmony and Difference* is, I think, just equally as strong, if not just smaller <laughs> in scale and different. It's not a, it's not a free-form jazz album. You know, it's kind of on the fly. It's not. It, it's really kind of structured. And Do you think
1: that's because of the popularity and his touring? And oh, I'm being sure of influenced it. by. Yes. All of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with And you with think that. that's an okay thing to have happen? I think happen? that's perfectly okay.
0: Okay. It's, and maybe it's because I'm, because I, I always want jazz people to do that. I think jazz is this, I, I look at Miles Davis. Miles Davis went through a period there where he had four or five albums that were completely different than the last. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I I don't mind that one bit. What do you think? Do you like that?
1: Um, I don't like it when any artist washes themselves down. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't I don't want that to happen. Yeah. But Kamasi is extremely talented, and I don't see this as like you're talking about it. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's any less than the first album. Yeah. You know. So I agree. That's. I but mean, the that's first a, is such a great impression.
0: Yeah. I. I. You know. I think. I think um, the epic will be remembered much longer than this album will be remembered. Mm-hmm. But. I think the same thing is true for like a Miles Davis album, like you yeah. know some of his, you know, big ones are going to be known forever, but there's still quality in a lot of the lesser yeah. known.
1: So would Epic be like "Songs in the Key of Life" and yeah, and this is "Hotter Than July"? I would. That's a great analogy. i think it's in my head. That's, that's a great that's analogy. That's what I see. Yep.
0: So. I I think I um, I I almost put him in the same realm as like Thelonious Monk, mm-hmm. um, because I think. Thelonious had that kind of same quality, where there'd be one live album that would just blow the roofs off, and then some strange, weird, yet wholly, like, resonating experiment would be the next album. Drugs. Drugs, exactly, (laughs) yes,
1: (laughs) yes. One word, drugs.
0: (laughs) But, you know, I think I love, again, it's been kind of a theme this year, is I like artists that are exploring a little Mm -hmm. bit more and I think Kamasi is one of those guys that I just think is super talented and I think can do anything that he wants and I'd be pretty happy with what he does. So, And
1: and which track?
0: The track we're listening to is Desire and this is off of the Harmony and Difference album. Kamasi Washington everyone. and everybody give that album a shot it's a lot quicker than his epic album but i think you get as much quality out of it as the other one
1: absolutely i think it's interesting that you and i are picking a lot of intro tracks yeah we're picking number one tracks from these albums like strong Mm -hmm. openers which is great too because that really grabs you Mm -hmm. maybe that's the return to they know how to make a mix i think so hmm Mm. (laughs) or that we're not there's also a thing in my head when it's like that, when there's a lot of good, solid intro songs, that these are new artists. Yeah. You know, that's always a signifier to me. Not to say that Kamasi's brand new. hmm But I like it when you open a statement with your strongest. Yeah. Out the gate, so. I agree. 2017 really brought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about Sampha. Oh, Sampha. Mm-hmm that both of us have this incredible love. This album in total is so wonderful and warm Mm -hmm. and dynamic and right to the core, you know. Um, And I saw Sampha open for the XX, Mm -hmm. and it was perfection. Like, sun's going down, twilight, and Sampha's doing his thing, and it was a very beautiful moment. And this song, Nobody Knows Me, like the piano in my mother's oh, home. Oh, man,
0: yeah. Uh, it's my, it's my it, favorite song of the year. Like, this is yeah. number one favorite song of it, the year.
1: It How could you beat it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a perfect song. And it's so heartfelt. And it's, you know, it, it, it's a love song, but it's a love song to his mother. Yeah. And I was doing some research on him. <laughs> I am the Monty today. <laughs> 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 Where I was actually doing research ahead of the time, ahead of this. But Tampa his... Dad died when he was young. His mother died as well. And so this was his love letter to yeah. that situation, you know. It really is every lyric in it when he was 3, somebody bought they bought the piano. Brought it into the house because his dad said he needed something to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he has this vision of his family. Like you can feel family in this song. You can you can you're just there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. My words aren't going to do much more justice to it because it's just a gorgeous no. song and it's perfect. So
0: This album was in my top three yeah. of the year. Yeah. Um, was retired because I knew that <laughs> <clears throat> that we'd get to talk about it together. And like I said, this is my favorite song of the year. Yeah. It's uh, it's beautiful. It's touching. It's moving. It's It's all those great words that bring out mm. great sentiments.
1: Yeah, I don't know about you, but I was literally sitting alone. Like I was at work, but I was alone when I heard this for the first time. Yeah. and I started getting choked up. Yeah. and it was the first time I heard it, mm-hmm. which is, you know, usually it takes me like one or two to like I need an impression first, but then, yeah, I, it just right at the case I was mm-hmm. I was a bit emotional. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's I, a
0: beautiful song. Yeah. No one
1: knows me. Like the
2: piano in my mother's home, you would show me I had something, some people call it so. old no one knows me like the piano in my mother's home
0: do yourself a favor watch the video get that album. And listen to that song on repeat. It's stunning.
1: I think the first time I watched that video I must have watched that like ten times in a row. Oh yeah. No joke.
0: Yep. Moving from Samfa to a group, another R and B duo from Canada this time. Signed to the OVO sound, which is the uh Drake <laughs> label. We all know how I feel about Drake. But
1: I don't know how you feel about Drake.
0: Um I don't like Drake a <laughs> lot. Yeah. Now I know how you feel. Now I know. But the band is—you is, uh, call
1: at five a.m.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the group we're talking about is DVSN, other otherwise known as Division, I believe is how they count, pronounce themselves. Uh, two composers, Daniel Daly, and nineteen eighty-five is the name of the uh, other composer. Uh, they had an album this year called "Right." Sorry. Real original. <laughs> And uh, the album we're talking about is The Morning After. It was uh, released earlier this year. It made a big impression because it was a highlighted song on the Beats radio station that uh, the Drake and Collective kind of runs. And it was the standout amongst a bunch of tracks that they were playing. It was the one song I was like, wow, this is really, really good. Finally, and I ended up getting the album, and they've been featured on a, bun- on a bunch of Drake songs, mm. a bunch of other artists on that group. They have, they have used DVSN quite a bit, Division. And yeah,
1: why don't they like vowels?
0: I don't know. Yeah. They don't like, you. Clearly, clearly... Is it a Canadian? Are they Canadian? They're Canadian, yeah. Oh. Clearly not Wheel of Fortune fans. So <laughs> um And anyway. the album's called Morning After? The Morning... Or Morning After, yep. And the song we're going to listen to is called Keep Calm... Division is a group that probably wouldn't have come into my radar unless I was trying really, really hard to connect with the new music this year. Again, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was old a lot of times this year, and I'm trying really hard to embrace all matter of musicians that are coming out there, and I've never given the OVO group the kind of uh, attention I should, Mm -hmm. and I, I shouldn't be that way just because I don't like Drake. So I was going through their catalog, and I came across this band. And guess what? They finished in the top four. 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 I can't four,
1: even believe it. I can't even position. believe
0: it. It uh, was a popular album and very popular with me. So. It
1: was so popular that I didn't listen to it.
0: Yeah. That's weird.
1: So there you go. There you go. If that makes you feel any better about
0: That does kind of make me feel better. Old. I know. Quote, right? unquote, old.
1: <laughs> it's a big old world out there, Monty. There's plenty to hear. Just remind yourself that.
0: <laughs> Keep calm. This is the song. Okay. everybody i uh was talking to mary about why i like this band and i just figured it out it's because they remind me they remind me a lot of jodeci from the 90s and i love jodeci
1: it sounds more like usher to me than mm-hmm. jodeci but okay. you know and and they missed all of the other commentary that i had going so
0: correct <laughs> they did there's gold where i made there's fun gold. of the guy
1: because i think drake only likes him because he looks like drake
0: he does look a lot like Drake.
1: Or they're like evil twins, and yeah. that's and now you just got fucking duped into liking Drake because they're the same person.
0: What if that was? What you if got 1985 got, was got, Drake?
1: You got got. <laughs> what if 1985
0: was Drake?
1: <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> huh, huh, huh. Okay. So your next
0: album is, uh, is. It's
1: it's also very smooth. Yeah. We can connect yeah. that, but tell me. What you were going to say? Um,
0: I was just going to correct myself. I called that my number four song. It's actually my number three album of the year. Number three, everyone, Division by OVO Sound.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. That is uh, astonishing to me, <laughs> thinking about it. so
1: That that's your number three? That's my number three. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Curtis Harding. You like what you like. You yeah. like when it's consistent and good. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. That's exactly what you're used to, but not familiar yet new. Yeah. That's the best. Um, familiar yet new is a very good way to describe the war on drugs, which is my band that, that I've chosen. That was
0: also in my top five this yes. year. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was a great album.
1: It's, um, the last album from War on Drugs is wonderful. You yep. know, I really, really enjoy this band tremendously. How many times we can talk about them? Endlessly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this album.
0: I remember you texting me and I said, uh, I know you've listened to The New War on Drugs. What did you think? And your response back was, all the feels.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad that I did that because it's true. I did get all the feels. And in a year where, you know, we can go into the argument of what it sounds like and why don't you like this other thing, Mary? Because it sounds so much like this person that everybody likes. Yeah, That's fine. You guys can... The whole world can keep telling me what it sounds like, but to me, it just is that thing. It's familiar but new. It sounds like Tom Petty. It sounds like Bob Dylan. You know, but but the lyrics and the feel of it are just. It's just I don't have enough words, I suppose, mm-hmm. to really yeah. capture it. But solid album, which I prefer. <laughs> Front to back, yeah. Fantastic songwriter yeah. as well too. And one of the tracks is eleven minutes and eleven seconds. One of my favorites, but I chose Up All Night, another intro track another to the intro. album.
2: But it on you,
1: held it up until the world,
2: hold it up until the light, once it's right between your eyes, you'll see it's right.
0: The war on drugs everybody and uh, we're gonna take a pause in the uh, in the in our list here because we're gonna open up a touchy subject <laughs> and that touchy subject is the boss and Bruce Springsteen and for those who are frequent listeners to us we all know how Mary feels about Bruce pretty much the way I say I feel about Mumbacore rap
1: and I always make disclaimers correct
0: correct and what she said earlier uh, before the before the song was that you know people ask her, How come you like this but don't like that other thing? She's referring to Bruce Springsteen because (laughs) The War on Drugs has some similarities to Bruce. And I told Mary, I said, you know what, Mary? I think that Bruce Springsteen has this quality of music that is relatable to everybody across the board, that there is something in Bruce's style of music that you can be drawn to. That doesn't necessarily mean you're drawn to the man. And maybe we're not all big Bruce Springsteen people, mm. but there are some. There is a quality to his music I think that's relatable. And when people emulate it's it, It's American, when, yeah, and when people American's emulate it, it relate. comes across. So yeah. that's I and I. I don't necessarily think that he like it'll be in the middle of a song, and I'll be like, oh, wow, this war on drugs song does sound like Bruce <laughs> Springsteen.
1: <laughs> well, that's a weird thing too, because if you think about it, we've had this discussion, uh, you know, talking to Jason this year and a couple other people about war on drugs is that the thing about it is that it's a rock record but it's also like up all night that that the drum machine it's also got this like heavy weird uh electronic bass to it yeah. at the same time so it's got this that weird uh, 80s production value mm-hmm. uh, but like a dance beat on it it's weird yeah. you know it's there's something um it's not full on rock it's just got these uh, tones and i i can't think of the right word right now but You know what I'm saying. So, like, Springsteen, Uh Dancing in the Dark. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. But that's also why I like The Killers Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah. Because it's rock, but with this, like, electronic production value to it. And we didn't get to talk about The Killers, but they did put out a new album this year. They did. And it was meh. Yeah. Speaking of, the man. Yeah. (laughs) Brandon Flowers. But I did get to see them live, so we'll get back to that, I suppose, on on the tail end of this, because I have to talk about the live shows when we end this. Correct, correct. Because that's part of the whole.
0: Just to yeah. kind of put an announcement out there to everybody about what we're trying to do in the future here is, uh, you know, we've covered lots of topics. Yeah, we've covered lots of playlists, uh, a lot of different themes um, that we have covered in our 27 episodes uh, since we have started. It's and uh, surprisingly enough, we have not done an artist-specific theme so, one thing you're going to hear a little bit more in 2018 is a few more artist specific mm-hmm. themes. And we already have one coming up. We're going to keep it a secret, though. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's probably going to be our next one. So, our next episode of this will be our first musician themed uh So, we'll should we gush. Just, should or, we just tell them?
1: Well, I think so. I yeah. mean, go ahead. You well, can tell them. Well, we can talk about the reason why we picked this band, too. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you came up with the idea and you said. You know, we never really focus on one artist, but we do talk about certain artists all the time. Yeah. You guys know what I've talked about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, to do anything more than what we've done for the artists that we love so much and already talked about, that doesn't do us any good, I don't think. I don't think so. Because, I mean, if people really want me to talk about the Foo Fighters all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay, I guess I will. I guess. If you guys want me to put a Beatles mix together, I think that's fine. It would be the
0: best Beatles mix. <laughs> so the the Beatles mix that McCartney did a couple years ago has nothing on the Beatles mix that Mary would oh, do. nope. Nope. Not even so, close.
1: So I don't know. If, I mean, I think it's, you know, we want feedback from from fans too, yeah, from our so, listeners. Yeah. I think that would be really enjoyable to get mm-hmm. some like, hey, if you have an artist that you we haven't talked about or you think, Deserves a full hour because in retrospect, we were talking about Tom Petty and all the stuff, you know, with Tom Petty passing this year and just the incredible amount of material that Tom Petty has. We could go on and on and on and on. So we were talking about that and decided, you know, we've talked about him a lot. don't know. You know, we could do it in the future. Yeah. um, I don't know. Do you want me to give it away? Yeah, give, right them, give it away. Let's, uh, so let's get So we were them trying to excited. figure out uh, a, a classic band or a band that had a long history and or amazing catalog. And it doesn't even have to be that long. But we chose the Rolling Stones because December 18th was Keith Richards' birthday. And it I think was. we were talking right in that yeah, like day like or that two. Week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, here you go. And so it's been really fun starting that project because Mm -hmm. I think both of us have to do you know I don't know if we can we could be spontaneous and just be like yeah of course I love Beast of Burden but a band like Stones deserves some research deserves your time so I don't know about you but I'm like only halfway through anyway like listening and really observing and trying to like dissect really what are the best tracks for me Mm -hmm. and socially from every album
0: yeah Crazy that's
1: a lot of work
0: yeah we we that's a lot of work we so. uh we're gonna do it earlier, but <laughs> I think i I think f- at least I needed more time to
1: that's what I'm saying sing. it worked out pretty yeah. well because it's a band now that in retrospect, looking at a band like that we can't yeah. we, you can't just do that mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know I mean we could yeah pretty easily and just party you yep. know and sit here and record ourselves playing every record yep. and trying to pick it out, but it takes a lot of effort to do it justice, yeah so. Definitely. Should be fun. So So give us some artists and bands, people.
0: So Rolling Stones is gonna be our first band and uh we would definitely love some feedback. Uh we'll get we'll get to ways that you can get a hold of us at the at the very end of this podcast. But uh uh definitely be on the lookout for that. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're putting a lot of time into it. And yeah. I think it's gonna be educational
1: and yeah. fun. It better be. It yes. might even have to be like a two parter. So <laughs> it might even need to be Who a two parter,
0: exactly. So getting back into it everybody we're in our top two our top two albums our top two albums and we're going to start with my number two uh which is no surprise to anybody because as foo fighters are with mary as ryan (laughs) adams is with monty and prisoner came out this year early in the year and i was completely addicted to it yeah you're in i was in and i was in yeah. on the prisoner b signs and yes. i was in on yes. all the releases that came out yes and uh i don't know what it is about ryan adams that makes me uh just love him more i think every time he comes out maybe it's because at the newport blues and jazz festival this year he opened with the cover of um south of heaven
1: Oh, well, yeah, he's like your bro. Yeah, like to he's me, my bro. <laughs> like Ryan Adams, you know. I've said it before. It's tw- like I can't believe he's still alive. Yeah. And to see him doing so well and physically and mentally. Yeah. Although he did say some really stupid dickhead things he this did. year because yeah. he's a human mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's got Twitter in his hands. So. Yeah. But he's your bro. He's my bro. Like he's he's the rock guy. He's acoustic, but he loves metal. Yeah. And he loves horror movies and he loves mm-hmm. 80s. Like, you guys are bros yep. to me. <laughs> so. If you want to look at
0: some phenomenal artwork, speaking of artwork, uh, Ryan Adams has a uh, a set of EPs that he comes out with and he does, like, shirts to go with them. And yes. most of them are horror-themed. Yeah. And right. I think they're just fantastic. Well,
1: and speaking of album artwork, again, this is a great album artwork, the Prisoner one. It, he yeah. painted that. He painted You know, it, that yeah. that's another outstanding piece of album artwork. Yeah, So
0: Definitely. And uh, prisoner was a uh, was a strong album, I think, for him. I it's hard for me to justify where I like his albums because I just I almost immediately like them as soon as they, as soon as they come out. <laughs> so this is uh, it may be a little bit of a cheat because I know a lot of people didn't care for it, but I really liked it and I cared for it a lot, and it meant something to me a lot in 2018. Yeah. And prisoner, the title track uh, of the album, and and the song that we're going to listen to here in a second was a highlight for me. I uh I really liked it and uh here is Brian Adams Prisoner
1: Okay, so my favorite track off of Prisoner is Shiver and Shake. Yeah. And that's the one I chose because holy shit, mm-hmm. talk about content. Like, mm-hmm. oh. but, and then to watch him go through, you know, he got divorced. And yeah. so this is the Prisoner album. And the emotion of it is incredible and raw mm-hmm. in there. And so I also started watching This Is Us this year. So yeah. don't, please don't make fun of me. No. A lot of people make fun of me for that. But it's, it's a good, not, it's a good sh- show. It's a solid show. Yeah. Me and millions of Americans think it's the same. So, yeah. <laughs> but watching Mandy Moore, and every time I watch that show, I think about Mandy Moore, and then I think about Ryan Adams yeah. because I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. poor Ryan, poor Mandy. But <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the rest of the world. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like one of those weird things where I thought they were really great, and it's mm-hmm. always kind of weird. Yeah. When you these people you don't know, but obviously you yeah. feel. It's the human experience, I suppose. That's I, what you feel for. I do think for. it's funny
0: because I think a lot of people see Ryan Adams and they like they're like, "Oh, look at Mandy Moore's husband or <laughs> well, yeah. ex husband." And I right. see Ryan Ad- or I see Mandy Moore, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it's Ryan Adams' ex wife." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but she's a singer too, and yeah. so it's like yeah. I always think about like these weird anyway. But the last thing I was going to say is that I did get to see Ryan Adams this year. You did. That's right. I saw right. him in yeah. Portland at mm-hmm. the Edgefield, which is one of the best venues. I've ever experienced a show at. It's outside in the woods, and it was one of the last shows of the North American leg. Mm-hmm. So he was very loose on his jibber jabber. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was reared up, which yeah. is always something you know that mm-hmm. people enjoy the most about his live shows. It's oh like yeah, he's got a big old mouth, and he likes talking, and it's like
0: it's like stand up comedy. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Speaking of, <laughs> bring it on back. Yep, bring, bring it on, on back. back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of other actresses like Mandy Moore. Yeah. Yeah. There's this actress that I've always loved since I was a kid. Her name is Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And my girl Siza yep. puts out an album this year that is incredible. 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 With a track called Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, this whole album is like. Damn girl, I wish I had your confidence and I wish I was you. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're in so many ways. You oh, know. Yeah. Everything she touches on I, I feel like I felt and I feel like a lot of women feel. Yep. So it was nice again to have a really strong female uh, album that yep. and on so many levels and it's really gratifying to see so many people like this album as much as they did. Because yep. I thought I thought it was more geared towards what I liked mm-hmm. as a female. But then it's doing you know, it's done really well. It's been on all these critic lists. Yep. So to me, I'm glad to see that, you know, some people will be like, oh, that's a cheat. Everybody mm-hmm. likes that, but it's good for it's a reason. That's just solid. Yeah. And you know, she's, she's real. Um, she's edgy. She's a nasty woman, which in the best sense the of best the words, yep. you know, this is the year. <laughs> yep. to well, be last
0: that, year you know? on my list, Solange was yes. in the top yes. two. And, mm-hmm. This would have been, I think, in that same spot. Um, I I love this album. And, you know, I think you you had mentioned at one point in time my my love for strong female.
1: (laughs) Strong, weird, funny. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh,
0: I I thought SZA was phenomenal. Oh, she's amazing. Yeah. I saw two live performances from her this year, and both of them Mm. were stunning.
1: Yeah. And she looks like Donna Summer to me. She does, yeah. Which I like. Because, like, visually, I'm just like, I know her. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's weird. <laughs> this weird thing with her. So the album's called Control, another album title with no vowels in it. With no vowels
2: in it. Woman of the foyer. Woman of outside. I get so lonely. I forget where I'm worth. We get so
3: lonely. Pretend that this works I'm so ashamed of myself Think I need that repeat I'm sorry I'm not more attractive I'm sorry I'm not more ladylike I'm sorry I don't see my lights at night I'm sorry I'm not your baby mama I'm sorry you
2: got karma coming Till you collect yourself, get it right.
1: I just remember in that lyric I was just like when this song came on the mix I was like damn girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. I don't know what you're going to say but <laughs> it's probably something close to damn
0: girl. Oh yeah, it was it, it's such a strong confident album <laughs> mm-hmm. and I loved I loved every minute of it. I thought it was so good. Um speaking of strong confident albums I like to take credit for this because this is the number one everybody. It's a biggie. This is the biggie, the number <laughs> one album for Monty and Mary for two thousand seventeen, and may be surprising to some of you out there because I have been very d- tough on this artist in the past. I did not like completely to pimp a butterfly. <laughs> I yeah. thought that some of his earlier work stands out very strong, but not complete. When Damn came out this year by Kendrick Lamar, I sat back and listened to this album and said to myself, there you go.
1: Did you say, damn?
0: I said, damn. Damn. Finally, you can take the mic because you're going to carry it so far. Uh And Kendrick Lamar came out with one of my favorite hip hop albums of the last 10 years. You're not
1: alone. In that
0: It yeah. is so good and it's a stunning effort from somebody who understands music but understands the history of hip-hop. And my complaint with To Pimpa Butterfly was that I felt like he was trying at times to find a pop push. To find that album that was going <laughs> to give him the, the advantage. And I felt like it undercut some of the great tones he was getting in that album. This album from start to finish is clearly who I always wanted Kendrick Lamar to be, who I always thought hmm. that he had potential to be. And I maybe like, I feel like a like a basketball coach right now because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I wanted him to excel yeah. so much because he had yeah. all these qualities I loved in him. This yeah. album reminded me of Matic. This album reminded me very clearly of like early Jay-Z, the swagger, the mm. the less, not so much in the content, but in the swagger and confidence that Jay-Z had. I think you know when you look back at Nas's appeal as a rhymer and kind of the content he was able to throw in in Illmatic, and I'm not saying these are on a comparative scale like Illmatic mm-hmm. and this are not are, aren't comparable. I think um, they yeah. are they are comparable in different decades. So yeah. what Illmatic was in the 90s, I hope that people think about Damn yeah. for the 2010s. That's.
1: A, pretty well put together statement for somebody who just did this on the fly Monty I'm impressed (laughs) I've been thinking about it (laughs) yeah because well how could you not think about this album in this year you Mm -hmm. know that's the thing is that that's why it's in of course it's in my mix because I'm a human that likes human rights yeah so that's my first and foremost thing about Kendrick Dam is is what it says is a statement for the the country and what we're in right now because Kendrick is a voice for that yeah um for a generation, mm-hmm. not not just a sect, not just a race, not just a a sex. Yeah. He's 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 really stepping up as a voice mm-hmm. to express what we were doing here and what's going on. So it is more like Marvin Gaye, what's going on to me than anything else. Not Elmatic. Yep. You know, because I don't I don't I don't think about the the style as much mm-hmm. as you do. You know, because you're very good at the history of hip hop and thinking about all these things. To me, it's about the statements. Yeah more than anything, so humble to me, you know. Like, to me, that talks about a lot of different things. It talks about the way he views women, Mm -hmm. and you know, he wants something real. Like, that line sticks with me, because he's talking to me. I'm not, (laughs) you know, he's literally talking to me and making me feel like it's okay to be who I am and I'm Mm -hmm. human, and um, just everything, I mean, DNA, I can't get DNA out of my head mm-hmm. when I hear it. Yeah. It's just I got I got I got like yeah. who can't get that out of there. Exactly. Right? And so the other thing I really enjoy about it is that it's front to back. It's a concept album in a way, you know. Mm-hmm. The consistency of it, I like the art you know, the yeah. the album cover again. Mm-hmm. This is like an I it turned into an instant iconic cover. Yeah. All capital letters, all tracks are one word, capital letters. And then the deluxe just comes out, you know, two weeks ago. The deluxe is the reverse order of the songs, which I think is really cool. It's like, mm-hmm. that's it's like, oh shit, you yeah. know, like you did it this way, but you also had the vision to do it the other way, so he makes a complete circle, yeah, a complete three D version of the album and the visuals, the you know, the DNA video, yeah, with Don Cheadle, mm-hmm. humble, yeah, with the girl and the you know. Mm-hmm. Kendrick is what he is, and he is—he's just so intelligent. The thing that throws me on it is "U U2. so yeah. I think it's weird that you said that thing about the pop thing, yeah, on from our "Pimp a Butterfly," and mm-hmm. you didn't say it for this, yeah, because you fucking put "U 2 on your album, yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. What the yeah. fuck? So it,
0: you know, I—I I, uh, I mean,
1: I'm a fan of "U 2 obviously, yeah, and a, another man who says stupid shit. Yeah. Just like Ryan Adams does. It's like, all of these men keep saying stupid shit this year, by the way. Mm-hmm.
0: They do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that, that are, I'm just getting that one no, out. No, we, we are very uh, guilty of that. By <laughs> 2017. Yep, we are very guilty of that. But anyway, it, these are all the statements that I, there's so much to it. Yeah. You know, it means a lot to a lot of people.
0: You, you see, I, I think my pop, my and I, I thought about that too when I came across that U2 song. But <laughs> I don't, they it surprises me when they come into the song. Yeah, like I've listened to other songs where maybe, where maybe where yeah. maybe other people have been on, and they adopt their style a little bit. They adopt that pop sensitivity. Yeah. But if you listen to that that song, there it doesn't feel radio friendly. It doesn't feel like it's. Oh, I see what yeah. you
1: mean. You're talking about when you say pop, you mean radio friendly. Pop. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like he was looking, like, I get so what you mean. Okay. In that first That's album, totally he was different. looking for a hit. Yep. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Then. yeah. But I, get I do get know. yeah
0: exactly what you're saying, too, the, the pop sensibility.
1: Well, yeah. and I'm a U2 fan, so mm-hmm. a song like um, uh, The Wanderer with Johnny Cash, yeah. mm-hmm. is is it's like flipped. It's yeah. this different thing now, you know. Mm-hmm. Or the song with um, uh, Placido Domingo. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, that's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Like, when Placido Domingo comes in on that U2 song, it sounds like U2 coming in on the Kendrick song. Yeah. Because you don't expect it, and you're like, what mm-hmm. the hell was that?
0: Well, you know, uh, but
1: I love that. That's an artist being an artist to an artist. Yeah. So, well, on
0: on Stern this year, Howard Stern this year, they had a a conversation with you two and The Edge, or with uh, Bono and The Edge. And uh, Bono was so self critical of himself as a singer and (laughs) had just talked so much about all these influences and things that he liked. I was waiting for him to get to the Kendrick Park, but I think just the structure, they didn't have enough time to get that far in the catalog. Because I would have wondered, like, why. You know, U2 you doesn't have to be on track with anybody, you Well, know?
1: and Kendrick doesn't need anybody on yeah. his track. That's the yeah. other thing. That's the thing that fascinated. I was like, I really hope this isn't some weird label-driven thing yeah. where they said U2 have to make a song together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz in my head I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I don't but I hope that it's like cuz neither neither one of them talk about it much. That's no. the other weird thing. Yeah. So, but I don't want to get off too far of just talking about U2, but this is what Kendrick did to this year. Yeah. Is he made us talk and he made us think. Yeah. And he, you know, expressed and he, I feelings. Think,
0: I think he, people will say that he came together a long time ago, but my yeah. critis, my critical view on him, very, very critical view, because I see how much great he has in him. Oh, I right. think he came yeah. together as an artist this year with this album. So
1: Yeah, that's a pinnacle.
0: So what we're going to listen to is not one of the big hits. This is actually Fear, F-E-A-R, Uh, My favorite track on the album. And uh, I saw him in concert this year, and it was fantastic. Saw him with a whole group of people, a vast different range of hip hop heads there. And we all sang. My left stroke just oh, went by yeah, rough. and it, the remaining part seen, of that,
3: have you seen the video? Of I, have, I was there, it's that was amazing. me singing there. That's amazing. <laughs> so here's fear kill some, drill some, get ill and feel wretched with a little some. My practice running from fear. Guess I had some good luck at 27 years old. My biggest fear was being judged. How they look at me reflect on myself, my family, my city. What they say about me will feel if my reputation will miss me. What they see from me will trickle down generations in time. What they hear. What happens on earth stays on earth and I can't take these feelings with me. So hopefully they disperse within 14 tracks, carried out over wax. Searching for resolutions until somebody get back. Fear. What happens on earth stays on earth and I can't take these feelings with me. So hopefully they disperse within 14 tracks, carried out over wax. Wondering, Ladies and
0: gentlemen, that was uh, Kendrick Lamar, my number one album of 2017. And... We're going to marry for her number one, <laughs> number one, 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 one.
1: <laughs> so this will probably be confusing. Are you ready?
0: I'm ready to be confused because, man, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, I think you've known me for a long time. One yes. of my strongest characteristics, I know this about myself, is my loyalty. Correct. Whether that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's always good. It's not. Okay. In some cases. Because sometimes when you're loyal to people or things, well, I shouldn't say I'm loyal to things. I'm loyal to people, mm-hmm. and I'm a ride or die, ride or a die. person. Yeah, I, I can vouch for that. <laughs> so when I find myself in a moment where the Foo Fighters put out a new album in the year, yep. I'm super fucking excited because I want them to make albums all the time. But I also want them to make albums that are consistent and good. Yeah. This album, Concrete and Gold, that I'm going to talk about, I love. But it's my least favorite of Foo Fighters albums.
0: And I told Mary when I saw this. So I feel weird. I feel torn. This was my favorite Foo Fighters of the last few years.
1: And my reaction was, that's weird. (laughs) That's really weird. (laughs) But I think, uh, I also think it's going to be a grower. Yeah. I think it's almost like the first album in some ways because Mm -hmm. it's a grower. Um, they put a lot of effort into it. Um, I, I just have a weird thing, I suppose with, um, uh, Rami. I don't yeah. like the keyboardist. Okay. I don't like having another member in the Foo Fighters officially. Mm-hmm. And I don't, <laughs> it's a weird thing. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it throws it off a little bit for me, but, um, Paul McCartney's on the record. Yeah. So. Yeah. The Foo Fighters are like, Hey, we put out a record and the fucking Foo Fighters are on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Along with Paul McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the fact that the Foo Fighters are on the Foo Fighters <laughs> record is amazing. But, um, but it's just strange to me. Yeah. So when I first listened to it, I listened to it, you know, once all the way through. And I just kind of let myself feel it. Yeah. And then I listened to it again. Really close. I texted so.
0: you twice to ask your thoughts on it and got nothing back. Yeah, So because I was digesting. Immediately I was
1: like,
0: <laughs> she's thinking about yep.
1: this. I'm digesting. I, I had I a lot to wait. digest yeah. in it because, um, but it's still, I like, I still feel like I'm a very loyal uh, super fan because I feel, um, it's weird. It's like watching somebody go through something yep, and watch them process it in the way they do it. <laughs> My words aren't doing us justice, but the second time I listened to it, I liked every other song. Yeah. It was a weird thing where every other song I was like, oh, oh, oh. But this song has a lot of variation to it. So yeah. This Guy is a Neighborhood, I really enjoy. Um, Run was the first single from it. Yeah. And that's like straight up, it's got all the Foo Fighters tricks and yep. bells and buzzers, the video, oh, you yeah. know, with them being old and it's weird and funny. Mm-hmm. But This Guy is a Neighborhood is really... great single so it's just a strange thing but i love the album and i'm always excited for a year where we get a foo fighters record so the other strange thing is that i chose happy ever after (laughs) which i really love um and i love it when dave gets very acoustic like Mm -hmm. he is on this one um and it's not the song with paul mccartney yeah (laughs) But that's Sunday Rain. It's the song right after it, yeah. so it goes this, Happy Ever After, which sounds just like she came in through the bathroom window. Yep. And then you go into a song with Sunday Rain and Taylor Hawkins singing and Paul McCartney on the drums. Yeah, it's funny and weird to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so, and then just a shout out to JT because Justin Timberlake's new song came out today, and he's that's on right. the Foo Fighters yeah, record. He's on the Foo Fighters. He's Band. very minimal, but yep. you know. Um, but anyway, it's nice, and I think, like I said, it's a grower. Yeah. It's it's just a strange feeling for me to not like immediately, because Wasting Light being the last album, like true album, because you've got Wasting Light, and then you have Sound City and Sonic Highways, mm-hmm. and then this. So, I don't see Sonic Highways or Sound City as true Foo Fighters albums. I know mm-hmm. that sounds weird, but they are they're they're an interpretation of other people's towns and cities. Yeah. So, this is a return to the voice of Dave. Mm-hmm. And I think that Sound City stuff kind of affected him. And I don't think it's his complete true voice. So, there's my statement. There's my clear statement. Right. And that's probably why I have why it needs to be a grower. Interesting. <laughs> we got to call Dave up and I know. get him to sit down and talk to us about this. I know. It's going to be fun.
2: Where now where is your shangri-la now down to zero wild wow. there ain't no superheroes now there ain't no superheroes there on the ground I can't believe how serious
1: I am about that shit as, as I'm like speaking about it, I'm like oh no, it, Stop being so invested in people. <laughs> no, like, that, so, like, it's it's hard for me. I hate that feeling. At the same time,
0: well, you know, but I, that's, I think that's that's what. It's not like you hate them. It's not like you mm-hmm. turn your back on them. You want the very best for them. But I feel like I did, them. like, yeah. because
1: I don't like it. You know, it's not, but you, it's my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but still, like, on a on a on a <laughs> list of least favorites, it's still fantastic. You know. Yeah. And uh, but I I liked it because of. I think i i enjoyed hearing a different voice from dave yes that's what i enjoyed about it yeah and when i realized that there were all these touches in there i remember seeing a dave Grohl picture and he's wearing a roof the rufus and chaka khan shirt that has all those cameos on it Mm -hmm. and i remember thinking to myself i'm like wow i said i wonder if that's the influence if that's like him like being like well why can't i put jt in for like a a, just a background vocal why can't i do this yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see where they go again. Like next album, I Let's, think could be great.
1: And I hope you're gonna put this in because okay, I'll you put have this in. to. Yeah, I'll <laughs> you have to take that statement and put that in. Yeah. The boys to men guy yeah. also on the record. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dave Grohl can do whatever the fuck he wants to do yeah. now. So it's crazy. And he, he has had that ability for a long time. One of my number one things about him, why I've always loved him, is because he loves music. Yeah. We talked about that a million times. You know. Yeah. They do a bunch of covers because he loves music. He loves all music. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it is also a dad record. In here. I'm a dad. I mean, this yeah. is. I yeah. This is happy ever after.
0: There it is, everybody.
1: 2018. Two <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that you're so like you're so into I'm this new forward. year.
0: 2017 in a nutshell our favorite albums i hope you enjoyed the albums that we picked for you we have a lot of really exciting things coming up in 2018 uh one of mo one of them at our at our peak is to become a little bit more consistent with you guys and make sure that we're getting stuff out there on a consistent basis and uh kind of changing up on our variety you know working the theme in and especially also bringing in some new voices to sit and chat with us yeah Uh, We didn't get to do a whole lot of guest appearances last year, but we do know a lot of of really intelligent music people and would love to have them sit down and chat music with us and uh, maybe give us some new insights as to how they're thinking as well too. So thank you so much for enduring us during 2017. Thank you so much for your suggestions and your constant feedback and all of your your love and attention towards us. I think... Mm -hmm. You know, again, Mary and I started this as friends, and our friendship has continued to grow and become stronger. Uh, large in part because I think we both appreciate each other as as music people, but also on a greater level, we understand why music means so much to us. Absolutely. And I think those connect very strongly with us. And uh, we hope that it does the same thing for you, yeah, Mary. Anything?
1: And, um, you know, uh, to what you say. You know, 2017 was another year that we. We got through, and yep. there was a lot of good music and a lot of things that we didn't get to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hooray for the Riff Raff, all of yep. these wonderful bands that we didn't get to talk about. So it's good because we'll keep using it in 2018. That's right. <laughs> That's we'll right. talk about things that we just heard and that we'll continue to love and enjoy. And like you said, we appreciate everyone that listens and are, uh, getting the opportunity to do this. Yep. We're going to keep
0: on doing it. Yep. So You can uh, reach us at Facebook at Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. We are pretty active on there. Please feel free to give us any suggestions you might like to hear in 2018. And again, thank you so much for sitting and coming with us and enjoying us on your ride to work, on your ride home from work on your run, or wherever you listen to our podcasts. Uh, tell your friends. In the bathroom. Tell your family in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever, whatever floats your boat. Oh, yes. girl, that's cute. Uh, <laughs> tell your friends, tell your family about us. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you can give us a review on iTunes, that'd be fantastic as well, too. Uh, for everyone here, which is just me and Mary, and mixed up with Mary and Monty, I am Monty. And I am Mary. Have a good one.
2: Happy New-